Hello. Welcome to Bible Debaters, the journey home. I am the Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sylvia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Conrad, and Johanna, playing Paul. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, uh, the party, upon realizing that they had enough of the, uh, the, the tomb spirits to power up everyone, essentially, uh, decided let's, let's speed run the rest of this and try to get out of here. Um, and made their way down to the fourth floor, uh, to find a, the, the fourth floor skeleton key. Uh, they almost immediately spotted it, uh, just outside of the room that they entered in. And when Beatrice tried to leave that room to chase down the skeleton key, uh, the gargoyles in the room came to life and started attacking everyone with focus fire on Beatrice. Um, the party fought off the gargoyles and a few people are still a bit battered and bruised from it. But they are... Uh, they managed to get through it, uh, get the, the level skeleton key and, uh, decide to, decided that they were going to try to get some sort of rest, I think, before going down to the fifth floor, which, which they are aware from the, uh, the little, uh, scrying pool is basically covered in all this weird green slime. Sounds great. Mm. So, what are folks doing? I guess Paul kind of just like claps their hands together and is like, all right, everyone, so when are we resting? The longer we stay here, the more chances we have of dying, so we better get going. I suppose now wouldn't be bad time to have rest, but uh, perhaps we should go back up to that little room we were in before. Yes, yeah, that sure might thing. be the best choice at the moment. Seems like a safe place. All right. So your return to the little room on floor. Uh, level three, I think it was, or level, yeah, level three. No idea. The nearest, like, yeah, safe room. Yeah, that looks defendable at we're, least. Doesn't need to be the, the five-inch large yes. room. <laughs> yeah. Just a room. All right. So you make your way to that room without much of an incident. Um. And you're still feeling it's you're physically exhausted, but it's still somewhat early in the in the cycle. So you you can probably spend some time doing stuff before you feel the need for sleep come over you. Um, but that is up to you. You could always you could always get an early rest and. 
get up really early. Um, but um, along the way to this room, uh, because the last thing Sevia did last session was insight check Conrad and deduce that he's not doing too crash hot at this particular moment. So she is kind of like, she's probably walking near fall, but she probably keeps like looking at Conrad and then just like gives the back of fall's hand just a little tap and then is going to uh, just to kind of be like, I'm going to talk to, yes, and then uh, scurries over to Conrad <laughs> and is just going to silently walk beside him for a bit. I think she was carrying something. I don't know. I'm apologies, listeners. <laughs> I'm very forgetful today. But I think she probably just has like her books in her arms, I think, uh, instead of on her hip. So she just walks quietly next to Conrad for a little bit and just tries to feel him out here. Um, he's like, uh, it's very easy to tell, like, um, as you deduced earlier, like, um, he's pacing that kind of. Kind of like striding, not like super long-legged strides, um, but like he's, um, there's that like a sense of like tension, I suppose. Um, he's striding along. Um, he kind of like uh, looks at you when um, Sevia uh, joins him at that point, but then he just continues to walk along. He's just looking around um, to see if there's any danger while we're making our way back to that space, I suppose. Um, but he doesn't say anything. Uh, Sevia was kind of hoping he'd say something, but that's on her, baby. So there is going to come a point, probably like as we get closer to the room, where she is just almost apropos of nothing, just go... So does the bird have a name? <laughs> kind, of, kind of like starts and then like um, looks at Sevia and looks down at the um, at the little skeleton uh, like bird sitting on his shoulder. He's like, oh, um, no, I haven't thought of a name yet. Um, I... No, um, I wasn't sure whether I should. Um, yes. Not yet. <laughs> we shall <laughs> see. It cannot communicate, so ah, not that, that makes any difference. But it is no. unusual from creatures thus far. For me, anyway. Yes, you seem to have quite a uh, an affinity with animals and creatures. Yes, uh, I suppose so. Hmm. Of late. The shadowy ones certainly are new, but uh, <laughs> yes, that is new for me as well. A good new? It remains to be seen. Right. It is useful, so that is good. Ah, yes. <laughs> useful. Mm. Um. 
Well, um, I figure it is redundant to say apologies for being morbid when I am talking about a skeleton astride your shoulder. But uh, if your fear is mayhaps that the bird can only exist down here, do not mm. let it stop you from giving it a name. For what little time it is alive, it deserves one. I suppose so. Hmm. That is true. And I have had horses and named them before, so that makes sense. Hmm. You gave uh, Esmeralda's a name? Yes. Yes. Um. Hmm. Before I... Should set it free, probably eaten by now. But, um, yes. Uh, well. Just a small thing to do, I suppose. It makes it easy to identify um, creatures. And, um, yes. So. Also, you may simply do things because you like them. Yes, I suppose so. It is, yes. a it is a difficult lesson to learn, that one, but it is a good one. Yes, I mean, I, I've done things because I liked them before, so um, uh, the same applies to creatures, yes. Um, yes. I, yes, that's why I was doing this in the first place, leaving. Um, so, yes. More of that is good, I suppose. Oh, Leaving you mean home? Ah, before I came to Barovia. Oh, um, I was unaware that you were. There is a bravery in that. I suppose so. A bravery in running away. That is an interesting concept. No in useful one. In admitting that sometimes you are better off in soil far from home. He kind of like um, slows down a bit from the pacing he's doing. Um, and kind of like squares his shoulders a bit. Which he, he like he does quite frequently is so just trying to reset all back into himself. Um, and he's like, um, well, it is not much of matter now. Ran away and was immediately punished, and now I'm still here. So didn't even get to run away properly. Now I'm in another mold mouldering temple, one after another. But it is fine. There is power to be sought here. That's, there must be some use in it. Some reason for it. Surely. Reason is only what we make of it. True. Hell is only hell if you let it be. To a certain extent, I am aware it is hypocritical of me to say that, considering how often I spent... Uh, 
borderline out of my mind in Barovia with worry. But well, yes, I suppose. Um, yes, everyone has a more of a degree of um, confidence in this situation as it is similar to what we have been through before. Uh, certainly, fall. Um, but uh, I'm certain that's because everyone is uh, inhabited. So. <laughs> Which is normal here, apparently. I feel it is less that it is normal and more that if we do not accept it, then what else do we do? Believe me, Conrad, it gives me no sense of pleasure to know that we lambasted you for the coffin incidents and then have accepted these creatures as a necessity. I take no joy in it. I'm glad you take no joy in it, I suppose. Which is an interesting acknowledgement regardless. I, I just wanted to note, comrade, we we speak. We are speaking right now. <laughs> yes, of, we are capable of speaking. Yes. Often you speak of power, of usefulness, of mm. feeling as if that is all there is. Of a sort. Yes. I'm aware that I am not much older than you, Conrad, but it bears remembering. No matter how it feels down here, there's a life to be lived after this. You do not have to attain all power absolutely before you yet turn 20. Perhaps. There's also something to be said that the second I made a more permanent choice in my life, it was snatched away from me by means of the worldly. But to prevent that is to become otherworldly yourself. Perhaps there would be comfort in that. Would you not agree? You practice magic. You certainly find safety in it. Yes. But the comfort of, I don't know, ascension, immortality, anything like that, is a hollow one. Hmm. He kind of like turns uh, probably to face Seaview. Like, what brings you comfort then? Ooh. She looks taken aback by that question. <laughs> um, good sounds, textures, the smell of home, small things. Small the things. 
the comfort of magnitude lost its joy many years ago for me. I spent many I spent many years chasing the dreams of my father for he wished for me to live in magnitude that he could not reach. Mm. It has taken traveling further than he could ever have dreamed for me to realize that I do not want magnitude. I want comfort. I want my books. I want a pet at some point. I want a hand to hold when I am lonely. Hmm. We cannot forever chase the sins of our fathers. Perhaps not. Perhaps not. I have mentioned before, when I first came to Barovia, I thought it was some test or trick from someone, probably my family. And I suppose it's good that it was not. But um, the length of time I linger here, the length of time these things repeat, the more it is the same as before. And sometimes I wonder, I might as well just be home. <laughs> That is how it is. We just have to survive. I mean, this is... We can accept voices in our heads when it suits us. I mean, this is no offence, Conrad. From what I have discerned from your musings and from what Fall has told me, I do not think you would be better at home. I agree. This is true. <laughs> I do but not know if here is better either. I can agree with that. Mm. And again, I am sorry that we gave you such grief and then have utilized these voices for our own means. Well, that is no matter. It is what I come to expect. My question, however, is why is this different this time when Beatrice acts this way? Throwing herself upon the blade. Yes. Touching sarcophaguses, greedily grabbing for things the second we open them, acting recklessly, pressing on into combat, willfully disobeying order. Why is it different for her? Is it because you're more afraid of her? <laughs> of a sort. Hmm. She if asked I, me earlier if I think her hypocrite, and I said yes. 
I would agree with that. But mm. if I may be honest with you, Conrad, I take, again, no pride in this. It is easy to want to correct your actions because I feel there is a whole life to be lived by you. You throw yourself into these situations to try and prove something. Beatrice does it because I feel she has nothing left to lose. And frankly, I don't think she'd listen if any of us told her otherwise. Well, this is true. Same could have been said for Exley. And that's what we'll see what became of him. Who knows? And Beatrice has said as much to me. She, she does not care. She wishes to preserve herself while she can, but she does not care if things go poorly for her. Oh. I had hoped that was the observation. Uh, I had hoped that was just an observation, not a factual. A correct one, I suppose. It's not always good to be correct. No, sometimes it is not. I shall have to think of a name for the bird. May I suggest one? If you consent. You may suggest. Adira. Adira. A-D-I-R-A. Twas my mother's name. And she had a fondness for birds. And she reaches up and kind of a little shakily tries to give the bird a little chin scratch. <laughs> Does the bird respond in any way? Um, it reacts much like a, a living bird would. Although you notice, Sevia, that like scritching it, it is a lot of harder substance than <laughs> the, the, flesh, <laughs> the flesh and feathers of a living bird. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is rather a strange sensation. Tears. A deer. That is nice. I don't mind it. Perhaps I will give it a try. Just an offer. Hmm. And Cheers. as we... You appreciate memory of family after all. It is all I have. Perhaps not all. Thank well, you, Conrad. <laughs> no trouble. I shall give Adira a try. Might be a nice name for a bird. Hmm. A dignified name. See how we can rest uh, in this space. It was not a big room, but it's easy to locate, so I might stretch my legs perhaps. I'm increasingly restless. Yes. But hopefully we near the end. 
Yes. Near the end. And then we shall see what comes after. Yes. Hopefully home. Yes. Which, if you are in search of one, there are many libraries in Dorum. I don't mind libraries. And I may always sneak you into the one at the College of the Arcane. Normally only uh, students may access it, but... And she kind of gets a, a, a almost jokey little look on her face. She goes, for a friend, I may bend the rules. Uh, he kind of like rins back at her, like, I think uh, bending rules once or twice a day is always a healthy amount to be done. So <laughs> sounds like a good bargain. Very well. Well, um, I will leave you to your things. I will be close. I just need to walk. Very well. Beatrice and Paul, is there anything the two of you are doing in this time? Yeah, I think Paul probably uh, heal um, artists and dragon bait. Okay. Uh, quickly, and then um, like look over to see the uh, uh, like smiling, and then just be like, no, she's talking to Conrad, um, and then just kind of sit down and internally uh, talk to Kubazan. Okay. Uh, just <laughs> let me know for how much you are healing Dragon Beaten Artist, and oh yeah, then um, whatever you are saying to Kubazan. Yes. Um. Hi, Kubazan. Uh, haven't talked to you much, so I just want to check in. Are you okay being in this state? It's better than not existing. And it's a lot less uh, dull now that I'm not stuck in a dreadful item. So you've just been stuck like that for quite some time? Yes. Occasionally we get out, but um, the adventurer that discovers us uh, will swiftly be killed. Oh, okay. How does that happen? There are usually some trap in the tomb. But you and your compatriots are doing much better than than any that I've seen before. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, we've only had one death. That is pretty good. Um, so tell me, are you, what exactly are you? Are you related to the deities? It is hard to explain as you are not from this uh, particular plane of existence. But here in Eberron, we are somewhat separated from the traditional, uh, or not, he wouldn't refer to it as traditional, from, from the, uh, the planes of your world. 
um, we experience uh, certain other planes, and we, my compatriots and I, are sometimes referred to as gods, but uh, we are denizens of the plane of dreams, as it is often referred to. I see. That's quite incredible. Well, I'm pleased to make your acquaintance in a way, I guess. So do you have much knowledge of traveling between the planes or anything? I assume you know what we're trying to do here. Get back to our home plane. I do not know how to breach through into uh, other planar designations. Only, th only through... Uh, through the planes that uh, Eberron is connected to. Of Darkor, my home. Uh, Dolar, Fernia, Kithri, Rizia, Thelanus, Shavarath, Azoriat, Lamania, Mabar, Sarania, Irian, and Danvi. Oh, nice. But I take it none of those are where you want to go. No, no, that's no, that's not for you at all. Um, okay then. Um, so what do you want out of this partnership then? Do you want to go back home? Yes, my compatriots and I have been trapped here in this tomb by Lady Ilmaru, who created it. We, we hope that the destruction of this tomb and the creature that is being fed uh, at its centre will allow us some freedom to return. Or at least to a venture where we want. Oh, I see, I see. Well, hopefully we can get that all sorted. I think that's about the quest that we're on here for some reason. And that's something that lots of people have been on before, you say? Is this tomb just kind of like this weird series of traps and tests? What's the deal with that? Tell me, for how much do you know about liches? Um, I mean, they're pretty bad, bad wizards, some mortal things. Do you know how a lich sustains its immortality? Um, you give me a refresher. Liches sustain themselves on the life force of others. They do this by feeding upon souls. Great many liches set up uh, death traps, such as this one, to lure in adventurers with the potential promise of uh, glory or treasure. Um, and in doing so, bring in potential meals for themselves once they fall to the traps. 
Oh, I see. That actually helps me so much. I had no idea what the whole deal of this. It's such a weird convoluted structure. Like who would go to so much effort? Yes. No, you're not but supposed to win. It is designed so you're yeah, not supposed to win. that makes sense. Mm, that's fair enough. So yeah, I said, unless if, you got, if you're like that old and immortal, you've got the time. Yes. The six of you are doing very, very well. Oh, thank you. Well, I guess, um, have you, you've never gotten further before, have you? Or do you know more? Because you can give me like little hints or something. I mean, I can probably do it anyway, but. I've never ventured lower than any of my compatriots' tombs. And that unfortunately seems to have led to where you've reached at this point. I can offer my opinions as they come up, but. Uh... That's fine. I think. Um... I'll be able to carry the team through anyway. Of course you can. You're full. Thank you. And I... <laughs> and you will be the yeah, fall right. of the Dark Lady Hillmarrow. <laughs> I'd never thought of that one before. That's a nice play of words. <laughs> All right. Well, you let me know if it's um, getting a little bit... I don't know, busy or annoying in in here. They like tap on their head. And yeah, thank you for your help. Of course. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Excellent. Right. And then I guess some full yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't start yeah. wearing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't forget that healing amount. I can get those. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, it was five and four. Five and four. D does it matter? I, I will give artists. I the, mean, they're going to go to bed after. Five because he cool. needs it a little bit more, but. Uh, okay. Um, all right. And Beatrice, were you doing yeah. anything? So <laughs> Beatrice, once they make it back to the little room, Beatrice sort of ensconces herself as far into one of the corners as she possibly can and pulls up the hood of her cloak and, like, wraps it around herself. She pulls out the uh, braces of archery and attunes to them. Yeah. Um, and while she's sitting there, she just very, very softly um, so that she's trying not to do it so people can hear, she just makes this noise and it's like a little trill of bird song, but it's a very, very short phrase of song. It's just, she just repeats it over and over and over. Okay. And just sort of sidles herself further into the corner and sort of slumps down. And that's all she's going to do. All right. Um, was there anything else that anyone wanted to achieve uh, before heading into rest? Uh, 
if no one else has anything <laughs> i guess the the one thing i'll say is like we're in this tiny little room sevia keeps just standing in like one spot and just like looking as if she, like just looking like she doesn't know where to go like almost like a blue screen like the little little google chrome hashtag non-spawn logo is going and anyone watching would probably be able to tell that she's kind of sitting there going do i sit do i sit next to fall do i not sit next to fall do i sit is it weirder if i don't sit next to fall is it is it do i if i sit next to them is that normal or is it weird what and she's and then she'll like snap into it snap out of it and like go about like helping set up the room for a night's rest and then we'll just pause again and just be like but but is it weird though and just keep doing that periodically <laughs> just <sighs> so funny i will also note as well um connor is just like um delaying rest as much as possible he's kind of like gone out to <laughs> the little fl- the little floating room space <laughs> the little landing there <laughs> full and sevia kissed he's just like pacing around and around and around he will probably at one uh, at one point have summoned um the shadow spawn um and just like pacing with it um just a lot that's it so <laughs> So at least for Sevia, he might not be around. Conrad might not be around for a little bit. Um, but yeah. I think Paul's definitely looking towards like the the area where Conrad is and is like, hmm, looks at Sevia's like, I want to go with her out of this room. But Conrad is <laughs> And probably will eventually be like, catch Sevia's eye and just like the ground next to him. <laughs> she looks very flustered like and then kidding. almost does like a little twirl around herself and then just like sits down on the ground <laughs> next to fall. Just goes, hello! Hi! Paul's brain just stops as Johanna's does. Um, <laughs> he's just like grinning at her. It's just like, hi. How are you? I'm good. I mean, enough. I went really, really well. It, apart from like, um, Beatrice. I got a little bit beaten up. Mm, yes. Yes, apart from Beatrice, it was a it was a very good fight. Yes. Ha ha. You did a yeah, just a few injuries. You did a spiffing good job and she gives Fall a punch on the shoulder. <laughs> and then instantly is like, ow, because he has a 23 strength now and his muscles are hard. <laughs> She's just like, His muscles ah. are very hot. Ha! <laughs> like a punch that looks like a oh. <laughs> Fall does not flinch. That did not. He felt nothing. Um, so did you. And he tries to like slide his hand into hers. 
Ha! But she like, does this weird little hand flap, but does... You can see internally she goes like, no, but then be, but then the others will know, and then like, no, but we hold hands all the time, and then, oh no, we're holding hands. It's, it's happening. Oh no. It's just sitting there. And then she's, she is attempting to be quiet. <laughs> I don't... I don't know if it's worth rolling for, but she is attempting to be quiet. She just goes, um, I have never done anything like this before. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I super have an eye, though. Cool. It's okay. We'll be fine, though. Well, I. I'm. Oh, aware of that um however I still <laughs> she just pulls a face <laughs> Paul just like nods like understandingly <laughs> and then it's like um hmm. um Actually, would you um would you like me to play my liar for you? Uh, if like if you've been injured at all, I can help you like recover more quickly with the nightmare magic. But otherwise, I um I just like playing for you. Oh, um, ha ha I that would be nice. Hmm. Um, I'm not hurt. I just like listening to you play. Oh, wonderful. Um. And he'll get out his lyre and just, like, lean against her a bit and stop playing. She's just like, her eyes are so big. (laughs) She's just like, ah... (laughs) Um, and, uh, she does kind of quietly go, I know I made that, um, words, 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 words. I know I made that kind of a, a joke about not telling, um, you know, haha, Conrad was right, you know, all that kind of thing, but, um, do you actually do? Uh, we don't have to. But do you want to tell people? I'm fine if it's a secret. Because it's brand new, literally brand new. We don't even have a name for it yet. But, um. If we. I. Hmm. You just. You, you, very, you just very, very softly hear Beatrice from across the room. You already know. (laughs) (laughs) Thor, like, looks, like, a little bit, like, confused for a moment, and it's like, oh, I, um, I kind of forgot for a moment that other people were here and that we were trying to keep it secret. (laughs) It just looks kind of confused for a second. Um, 
and then goes, um, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with telling people. It, it doesn't worry me. I guess it's whatever you're most comfortable with. Ah, I'm see I don't know what I'm comfortable with and what I'm just ah, she just mouth noises and then she has to stop she closes her eyes for a second just kind of listens to the music and she takes a deep breath and then she opens her eyes and looks at you says um I am comfortable with whatever you are comfortable with I um it would certainly be easier if people um knew I just didn't want to you know potentially um scare you by being too forward I mean we have only kissed twice um we don't even have a name for what we are and i didn't want to scare you by having too many feelings too quickly i often have too many feelings too quickly i didn't want to upset you or anything oh oh, same i um, (laughs) am no you don't i at the moment nothing scares me so I don't, but I still, it doesn't matter if you don't, uh, let me restart that, um, (laughs) I don't want to, my own brain is stopping, I don't want to go at a pace that you don't want to go at, so if you don't know what you want at the moment, then that's fine, we can just be like this, it's all fine. Maybe that is... I guess we don't need to define ourselves too quickly or anything. If you're still um, concerned or uncertain. Or you don't need to tell anyone. Maybe that is... I mean, I certainly uh, prefer distinct little labels, but um, maybe that is good maybe that is um we can just be and we can work the rest of it out later and if the others work it out then they work it out um I'm gonna roll an insight check on Sevia <laughs> I don't want to get this wrong um Nineteen. Oofed. Okay. Um. She means what she's saying. She she means it. She just um. Hmm. For nineteen, you can tell that she can't tell whether she is okay with that because she actively like agrees with that idea or if she's okay with that because it is technically the 
easier, more quantifiable option at this point in time. She is okay with it, but she is not certain on why. <laughs> Sorry for this. <laughs> Oh no, a bit of a cutout. <laughs> oh no. So she's generally uncertain. But... Yeah, she's she's uncertain of her own reasoning, but she is happy not to give it a label at the moment. And you can also tell probably oh, cool. that she is very in her own way, very happy right now. Oh nice. Excellent. <laughs> No, I think that would be great. I mean, we'd, we can just be us and we can just see what happens. Precisely. <laughs> uh, good, that's good. So we can just keep doing what we were doing and the chips may fall where they may. Good. Good. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of she like looks at Fall and then there's this like shy little smile and just looks down at her hands sorry um Fall smiles as well and then just kind of like um I'm kind of just like Briefly, like, press the face and then um, sits back <laughs> and says, um, all right, um, so I guess we better start organize watches then. Want to be on the same watch? Of course. <laughs> all right. So, for the sake of brevity, you're in a safe enough room that. I won't make you roll checks for for watches. Um, so the evening passes, um, or what feels like evening, and you all benefit from uh, from a long rest. Conrad, as the dawn comes, your hit point maximum reduces by a further one. Feeling great. He still wouldn't really understand. <laughs> no, because it's because it's very, very slow and very, very little. Um, at this stage. Um. But yeah, so you all wake up in the morning, and so you are aware that there are. So you're all aware that there is access to the, the fifth level through the spiral staircase. Those of you with decent passive perceptions, i.e. everyone but Sevia, uh, are aware that um, there was also in the room with the gargoyles, there was a, um, a shaft um, in the middle of the room that seemed to drop down a bit. So it would likely take you down to the lower level as well. 
Interesting. So I assume we've made our way back to there by this point. Uh, you can make your way to wherever you want. So there, there is access to the spiral staircase on this floor, or you can go downstairs and use the shaft. Or try oh. to find the spiral staircase on on floor on level four, but um, that might be a bit treacherous. So the shaft is like the best way down to the the lowest floor. I'm I'm not I'm not going to cast any aspersions on what the best way down is, but uh, it's it's the the most obvious way down, or is the regular? Because I mean, if there's regular know, stairs, we'll take the regular stairs. Yeah, you know, having, you know, there's the spiral oh, staircase that you. Well, you I guess we'll make go it, down that yeah. way. Okay. <laughs> no point going anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. What kind of marching order so I can place you on the steps? So who is going first? Conrad, I guess. Yeah. And who is going last? Probably Beatrice, it? as per usual. Yeah. And then... Yeah, full going second. Second? Okay. And Sevia behind... Ball or yeah, in, front in the middle. Yes, and then you've got yeah, Dragon Bait and Artis behind Sevia, <laughs> but in front of Beatrice. So, oh, why is ah uh, yeah? I need to allow movement. No, okay. So, um, yeah. So you're in this. Okay, Beatrice is just stuck, that's why. There we go, that's fixed. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you make it down to the bottom of the spiral staircase. Uh, there are torches along the way of the staircase if you want to take them, or if anyone has any other sources of light that they want to access, let me know. Beatrice has, has the sun sorted out yeah. as per usual. All right, so I will apply that to your token. Uh, so that is light. Sorry, what level are we on? My thing's not loading properly. Um, I haven't shared it yet. So we are on level five, the Gears of Hate. I've just thrown up. Um, I will say if I... There is a bit of light on this level too. Um, but you won't necessarily have that light as you go further down. Uh, if conrad doesn't take a torch sevia would offer him her quarterstaff with light cast on it again well and conrad would be like it is fine you keep it for yourself and he'll take a torch all right so conrad has a torch sevia has uh, her staff of the light spell um uh ball has dark vision um I think artist will probably grab a torch along the way as well. Oh, not artist, dragon bait, because artist has light on his uh, dagger. 
Torch. The other thing you notice uh, that this was that this morning uh, Dragon Bait didn't uh, didn't get into his armor. Um, he he assumed Dragon Bait. He <laughs> like he got dressed, but he assumed his armor. Interesting. Wait, I will just say very briefly, the implication of that sentence is that he sleeps naked. <laughs> no. If he got dressed. Like. Is this true? <laughs> like, he sleeps got, in a little blanket. <laughs> under, like, there there are garments that he, he wore that he uh -huh. wore. And there it's are like garments how Conrad of... accidentally tangles himself out of his shirt all God the time. It. <laughs> but it's, the, it's all the yeah, right. clothes. Dragon Bait was in his fantasy underwear. Just like, who, me? <laughs> Apologies. Lexus. Alright. So, um, yeah, so there is here a bit of a, a corridor going south. So, you see that there is um, a lot of viscid uh gray slime in puddles along the floor in some areas here along this corridor um they yeah they look absolutely disgusting fair um conrad will roll a ball bearing along it to see how it traverses okay hmm or if anything rises yeah, up so out it, of it, it many ice so holes. nothing nothing rises up out of it but like you notice that there is a an incredible loss of momentum as soon as it touches the the slime and then mm. very very o over the course of a few, just a moment it just decelerates quite rapidly like like a ball bearing going through slime would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, but probably at a faster rate than like a, a re reasonably fast rate. So it's not, mm. it's not just some slightly viscid, uh, yeah. Glue. Then he will it's... cautiously put his heel out to step forward. Okay. Um, uh, comes into. Okay, so as you do so, uh, there is there is a almost a momentary splitting headache. Uh, as you take two points of psychic damage. Well, I was thinking kind of like skids back. Was like, oh. Where did that come from? What happened? I felt something in my head. Hmm. Was it I when you know. stepped in the slime? Yes, I suppose it may have been. Oh, it's uh, not something in the slime. So of note, so there is the corridor going south here, um, which is notably covered in the slime. There is also to the east, there is a door at the bottom of the staircase um, with iron hinges and a brass knob. 
Uh, mm-hmm. um, fall is next to it. I guess fall go. Um, oh, well, maybe we can go this way instead then. It's a hand on the handle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, as, as you go towards the door, uh, a monstrous mouth forms on the door's surface, calling out with a deep drawl. I'm so hungry, I could eat you alive. But I'll settle for something else. Something living. Something light. Oh, okay. Well, we can't have you being hangry, but I, um... Can you go on a little longer without something? I could eat you right now. Uh, I don't believe that. Actually, no, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. Uh, it just oh. says the same. I'm so hungry. I could eat you alive. But I'll settle for something else. Something living. Something light. Or I could, um, poke you in the mouth with my spear. I'm so hungry I could eat you alive. But I'll settle for something else. Something living. Something light. Now, you do notice at this point, Fall, there are mm. little, um, there are, like, crab shells on the, uh, uh, on the ground underfoot. Okay. He's been eating little crabs. Um, mm. hmm. <sighs> Has anyone seen, like, a crab scuttling about or anything? Not really. Is that door talking to you? Oh, yes. I want something living to eat. Current's like eyes slide over to someone might catch his eyes slide over to where Artis is, but then he kind of just looks a bit put out. Um, like it's just this little like clunk in his thought process. He's like, mm. <laughs> and then just, he just like shrugs instead. Beatrice has a, like, look around where she's standing to see if she can spot anything scuffling around up the stairs or something, anything like that, like rats or... Yeah, um, not at this stage, no. Um, as soon as the mouth started talking... Sylvia has had her hands in the back of Fall's shirt and is trying very gently to pull him away from the door, <laughs> but I'm assuming they're not paying attention. So she's no. eventually just like, so it is either psychic damage slime or a, or a crab eating door. 
<laughs> Are those our options? It looks like it. I mean, that's how life is sometimes, I guess. Um, you don't suppose there's anything that can be done about the slime, do you? We can't. Uh, is is there enough sort of? Is it scattered? Can we sort of try and step around it? You set it on fire. It is coating on the floor. Well, probably best off to see if it's, see if it's worthwhile actually going through that way, um, or to risk a mild headache, I suppose. Um, one moment, and Conrad will like um, uh, open the like, little hip bag um, at his side, which makes a horrible little scuttering noise, and he kind of like puts a little coaxing like little like finger like in it, um, and then he kind of like um, turns back to um, like this little skittering noise. I will not describe the rest. Um, he kind of turns back to the corner of that wall, um, uh, like the the hallway. Um, and then, uh, so his back's to the rest of you guys, but to the audience, his eyes flash that amber again, black and then amber. Um, and you guys see him cast some sort of spell and then, and then he kind of like closes the little bag again. He's like, okay, let's, uh, let's give this another try. And then he's going to step up onto the wall. Okay. Yeah. You step <laughs> up onto the wall. Cool. He's like, okay, <clears throat> I'll be back. Well, he's going to start. Da- he's going to go into uh, <laughs> dash along the side of the wall. All right. Uh, if you spider climb, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sevilla's jaw is on the floor. <laughs> Just like the dino, like Exley back in the dinosaur race. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Um, so you make your way south and then. To uh, there is a secret door that you make note of and are able oh. to easily open up. Hell yeah. Um, so here, yeah, uh, you you find there is, yeah, there's another corridor that goes north and goes south. Uh, okay. Would you like to investigate further before getting the others? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um... Oh, uh, he's probably got like a general idea of it. Um, we'll go and investigate north first. Okay. So investigating north, you eventually reach um this there's a little bit of a gap between this uh kind of platform and this room ahead that uh you you have enough passive perception appears to be built on top of a giant cog. Um mm. Interesting. So, as you approach, um, and as you approach, you notice that there is a pungent stench, uh, emanating from this pentagonal room, uh, the walls of which are covered with riveted sheets of iron. A wild garden full of sickly plants and rotting compost takes up most of the interior, and a narrow path hugs the walls between the two exits. Jutting from the middle of the garden is a six-foot-tall, rusty sprinkler. In the ceiling above the sprinkler, a ten-foot-wide shaft leads straight up. Take it mm. that's where the shaft from above would have dropped ah, you down. yes. Excellent. Rukhar just marvels at this. 
Interesting. Uh, you do notice through the cracks uh, in the the gap between the corridor and the the cog room mm -hmm. um, that there is a an underground lake that kind of surrounds the cogs. Interesting. Not enough space to to squeeze through or anything. It's just a small uh, gap that I can see through. Yeah, it's probably not quite the size from here. Okay, fair enough. Interesting. Connor hmm. uh, will kind of like um, pop himself down and note that. Um, and then... And you see there is one, she... one of the... Uh, so the other entrance here, or the other doorway in this pentagonal room does lead off to another. Okay, interesting. And there is probably a slightly bigger gap. Um, there is actually enough of a gap between these two that you could kind of squeeze your way through and uh, make your way to the outside of the cogs or of, of the rooms. Interesting. If you if you wanted to try that. Hmm. Appears to be the central room, perhaps then. This is probably where we're meant to go. Like there's like that, that little square in the center. Does that like So that that is just indicating where the um where oh, the where shaft the, is the shaft directly above? Through. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, Kyra won't explore too far because he can't do that without... Oh, I probably can go up with the ceiling, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't want to go too far without your no. eyes. No. Um, so he's like, he notes that down mentally and then he will turn back, go back along the hallway. Okay. And do you want to go south or do you want to go to your allies? Yeah, I'll quickly check south as well. Okay. So... More slime. So, yes. Um, so, large puddles of grey slime spread across the floor of this ten-foot-wide, gently sloping hallway. Candles flicker on riveted sconces, casting dim light across a sequence of sculpted reliefs depicting humanoids with bestial heads kneeling before a black star. At the lower end of the hall, a thick purple drape hangs wall to wall. So, that is the uh, right side of the map. Um, uh oh, not enough a drape. At the at the upper end, the hallway terminates. Hmm, that's quite strange. Doesn't really seem to be anything useful. Odd. It looks a little bit concerned at the arm um, of the tapestry or the the drape, I suppose. Yeah. So you notice that there are six candles spaced 10 feet apart on alternate sides of the hallway. Mm -hmm. Going, so those are those little sources of light. Yep. Um, and with your passive perception, you would notice that there is a uh, hidden in a bass relief um, depicting a... I'll, I'll open it up so you can kind of see it in the map um, when you get close enough. Uh, but there is a, uh, so in a bas relief depicting a crocodile headed humanoid holding up a trapezoidal chest, a crawlway. Um, so the chest's keyhole is real. Um, so you can't quite access this crawl space, but you 
are able to see that there is an actual keyhole in this and kind of looking through, you can make out there is a crawl way through there. Interesting. Wonder how to open it. I assume Conrad can ascertain he can't pick the lock or anything like and that. You can try. I try. All right, roll me a, a um, thieves tools check or a sleight of hand check. Uh, so sleight of hand, um, I keep forgetting, uh, so we've got a plus 13, so that's a 21. That is the DC exactly. Um, so yeah, you, you open that up, um, and are able to access the, uh, the crawl way. Hmm. Easy. Wasn't even that hard. And I'm sorry to both the listeners and the rest of the guys, but he will like have a quick look in the crawl yep. space okay so you make your way through to a secret room um so two-thirds of this room is taken up by a giant stone uh almost looks like a um like a, a steamroller um what we would consider a steamroller Interesting. Um, so can I get... Yeah. Uh, let me bring the image up of this thing. So it's green. Um, so we have... So it, yeah. Almost like a steamroller with uh, like tusks uh, on it. Uh, designed to resemble an elephant with bejeweled tusks. Um, so, um, basically like a fantasy tank. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It doesn't really look like there's anything else that can be done with it. Can't be activated in any way. Uh, there is no obvious activation, uh, here. Can I check for traps to see if it's set to like go off or something like that? Uh, you can, yeah, can you can roll me an investigation check if you would like. Let's see. Nah, it's an eleven. Uh, yeah, you do not find any evidence of a trap. All right, I guess Conrad notes this, and then he's going to return back to the rest of the group okay. who have been doing whatever while he's been gone. You can guys can do that. Yeah. So, what have folks been doing while Conrad's been exploring? Um, Syria would have tried to wiggle her way around this very mouthy door, uh, and is also still attempting to, like, not have fall talk to it, but I'm assuming that's a futile effort. <laughs> and she is actually trying to use prestidigitation to clean up the slime. Okay. Um, roll me what prestidigitation... Uh, hold on. So, uh, this spell it's... is a minor magic trick. Uh, you create one of the following magical effects. You can instantly clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot. So she's just trying the to see if she can clean it. is an object much larger than one cubic foot. But she's trying just to clean one little square foot of slime. Um, <laughs> you, you see it, 
it slowly kind of recedes, but just, uh, but much quickly, much more quickly comes back. Like, it would take, like, you, you could not keep up with this rate of, okay. um, press the digitating it away. She, hold on. Yep, okay. She is going to use a little bitty firebolt and gonna try and see if it will go away with fire. All right. Um, Do I have to, to hit? Roll, roll, roll to hit. Okay. Um, this one. 18. 18. Uh, the firebolt just hits into the, the slime and does nothing. Okay. Then <laughs> she she's mostly just trying not to think about the fact that Conrad just scaled the damn walls <laughs> and is just a little cryptid boy. Uh, and also the talking mouth. She's gonna try and dispel magic it. Okay. Um nothing happens. Mark off the spell slot. Okay, God, but it's what level of spell is that? Uh, it is a minimum of third. Okay, cool. It's fine. I've got thirds to spare. Hmm. All right. All right, all right, all right. Ooh. I would like to identify the slime, please. <laughs> Read me the description of identify, please. Okay. Uh, you choose. Oh, you have to touch it. <laughs> 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 she reaches as if to identify it and then goes, no. Not only do you have to touch it, you have to touch it for a minute. Yes. So she does not do that. <laughs> I love to read. Um, she is just sitting there completely stumped. Uh, artist, Dragonbait, have you, uh, Beatrice even, have you ever encountered a damage dealing slime such as this before? Just as Savia says this, Beatrice actually actually appears at her elbow. I don't think so. Ah. Uh, and Beatrice sort of peers around Senior and looks down the corridor. And Beatrice is just going to have a look and see whether there's any sort of points where you can step where there's no slime. Like, is there any kind of, is it completely across the corridor? So or it's is not there a way that they it it's not completely around. across. Um, taking your time, it would be possible to kind of navigate around. Um, there might be some tighter areas that might require a, a, an acrobatics check, but for the most part, there are enough gaps in most of these slime squares that you can kind of maneuver around it. Uh, Beatrice will sort of look sort of up the corridor 
sort of think for a moment and then turn to Xavier and say, I think if we go very uh, slowly and carefully, we can just walk around slime. It might be a little harder at a couple of points, but I think we should be able to do it. All right. And then she's going to, Beatrice will see her do a funny little hand motion and tap the side of her head. And she is in her head and also out loud going to message Conrad. And she's just going to say, did you find anything in your climb through the rooms? So this probably comes through around about the time that you're about to go back through the secret uh, door into the, the corridor there. Okay. So Cara's like, nothing much as of yet. Found a few rooms. No, nothing, no creatures to be seen or anything like that. There's a very large room that looks a bit like a gear um, sort of, I, I don't really know the bearings, but possibly towards the centre of this room. And um, in between gaps of that, I can see water. So we are probably surrounded by water at this point outside of these rooms. Uh, there seem to be some sorts of levers and things like that, but I'm not certain on their purpose. That is all I've ascertained. Nothing of use. Lots of slime everywhere. More slime. Yes. All right. Do you think it worthwhile for us to go to this cog room? Possibly. There were other corridors there that I did not explore. Well, there was one, but I'm not certain of its use. Again, it is still difficult to determine where to, where to go. I can continue to investigate, but um, having everyone trapped is, um, is difficult. Have you gotten the door open yet with the mouth? We have not. We shall give that another red-hot crack. Uh, but we have deduced that should worse come to worse, if we move slowly, we can make it through the slime without okay. much damage. Good. So we shall attempt the door again. I shall keep you updated if you... All right. Should I continue to investigate or should I return? If you feel more investigation is warranted and necessary, I say you should go ahead with it. All right, then. Then I shall. And he will redact, redact for the previous statement. He will instead go back to the gear room. Okay. But we don't have to cover that right now. No. So, um, I take it then folks are continuing, are going to go through the corridor to meet Conrad in the gear room? Oh, talk to the door, yeah. It, you yeah, well, cannot go in any more from the door. No matter what okay. you say to it, it says the exact same <laughs> phrase. Stevie oh, throws a handful of trail mix at it. Um, does have a response for that. I just got to double check what it is. <laughs> um, where was it? Um... It doesn't work, but I just want to make sure that it's not like uh, 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so, character tosses anything into the mouth that isn't a proper thing. Mouth, the mouth spits it out. Um, and, okay, so who, who threw the trail mix? Me. <laughs> oh dear. Um, oh dear. Uh, so, a tongue comes out of the door and wraps itself around you, Sevia. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a taken woman! <laughs> My girlfriend! And you are swallowed by the door. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> well... Yep, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get my spear and try to, like, jam it on the draw. Okay, uh... That's technically putting something in. You- the tongue comes out and wraps around you and swallows you. Can Beatrice try and, like, hit the tongue when it comes out to get Joe to to get four? Uh... Sure, roll me an attack roll. Uh, not ready. Um, oh no. Oh no, everything closed. Hang on. Um, it's here somewhere. No, it's not. There it is. Um, 23 to hit. 23. So you hit, and so Paul is not, um, not swallowed by the door. Okay. I think. Can I reach into the door? It's gonna swallow you. Sure. You reach into the door, it spits your hand out and goes to try to swallow you again. Can I try to attack the tongue? I I think. I guess roll me roll me an attack to try to, to stop it. Seventeen. That is just missing, and you are swallowed by the door. And oh, we sorry. will find Thank out. You, we will find out where you and Xavier are uh, next week. Oh my god! Sorry See you next this. week, everyone. Oh uh, my god. Yeah, everybody. Sorry, Sorry for listening, y'all. Yeah, Conrad's <laughs> oh. vibing. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, See you next bye. week, everyone. Bye. <laughs>